1: Welcome back to the Lockdown Blues Podcast, part of the Lockdown Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm your host, Josh Iman. And I'm Thomas Welch. And we got a bit of an action-packed-themed episode today. We're going to be talking about a couple of different uh, fights. Yeah, it's fight um, night. It is fight night or fight week, weekend-ish. Um, I know we talked about it earlier this week, Jake Paul and Nate Robinson had their... Uh, Disappointing fight. Uh, didn't didn't end too well for our boy Nate Robinson. But uh, the drama has continued and spilled over onto Twitter, getting some NHL players involved. Um, so we're going to be talking about that potential fight, and then we're also going to be getting into the fight between the NHLPA and Gary Bettman and the NHL because they're not they're not on the same page in terms of res- returning to play this season. So we're going to be getting into that um, as well. But first and foremost, Tommy, how, how you feeling about? Logan Paul, Evander Kane, Jake Paul. (laughs) What are
0: you thinking? Uh, I think, I mean, it's pretty good just in terms of like just the fights in general and like all the stuff going on on social media. Uh, I think it's great for the sport of hockey. I know we talked about it uh, on the last podcast when we were touching on all this stuff. Um, But it, it really is. It kind of puts hockey at like the centerfold in like pop culture. Right. Because, I mean. You can look at Twitter right now and see, like, Logan Paul has, like, I think it's, like, 4.5 million followers or something. So 5.8. 5.8, yeah. So, even the, I was off by a million. But, um, like, even just all of those followers who might not have watched hockey to begin with and don't know who, like, Evander Kane is, know who he is now just because he's getting in a beef with basically a social media influencer and a YouTuber and a guy that's basically got his finger on the pulse of pop culture in America right now, because those kind of people um, are so relevant. So I think just in terms of that, like maybe like Logan Paul and Jake Paul fans won't like the fact that he um Like potentially beats down Logan Paul or Jake Paul or both of them. Honestly, because he's still kind of beaten with he's beefing with both of them. Um, But it might make them tune into hockey more specifically his games. Even if they're just watching it out of spite, um, they could be like, "Damn, like this guy's actually kind of cool, and the sport he plays is actually kind of cool, and that brings the potential to bring more fans in and expand the sport as a whole." So I think in that regard, um, yeah, it's just great for the growth.
1: Yeah. So before we continue, I think it's important to kind of go through a timeline of events here because it's pretty, pretty wacky. Like I wasn't, wasn't expecting to see Logan and Jake Paul get involved with, uh, NHL players, but it all started, uh, when was the fight? Saturday night, um, um, Saturday night, Jake Paul versus Nate Robinson. Uh, Nate Robinson got knocked out cold, went viral, uh, even like 10 times the coverage as the Mike Tyson fight, which is crazy. Um, so it goes up, blows up, goes viral all over Twitter. And um, Ryan Reeves is the first – or no, Robin Laner is the first NHL player to throw his mm-hmm. hat in the ring, offering to fight Jake Paul. Uh, and then Ryan Reeves chimes in, says he'll fight Jake Paul. And then it shifts to Evander Kane and Ryan Reeves beefing. Um, and then it leads to Evander Kane challenging Jake Paul to a fight. And then Logan Paul on his podcast uh, basically talks down Evander Kane saying he would have no way to train or he wouldn't be ready to, to fight um, my brother Jake, whatever. And then Evander Kane all of a sudden takes this personally, goes on to Twitter, um, calling out Logan Paul. Logan video. Paul, He said a, a, video. a
0: video that was just, it was like the mouth yelling emoji and then at Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. So calling him out directly for sure. Um, Says so I wipe the mop off
1: your head. <laughs> he does. He said he wiped the mop off. his head. and then Logan Paul responds with um, a video where Evander Kane refers to himself as a, a
0: soft. bit soft. Yeah. Says so this <laughs> you. Mm-hmm.
1: And then and then Evander Kane responds with a with a tweet showing uh, Logan Paul losing. The KSI and their old boxing match
0: calling him out. I don't know. It says, it's, it's says is this you as well? And then today he just posted uh, cricket emojis when he quote tweeted, like the tweet we just mentioned and said, didn't you say I'll do it? I promise the fight will not be going to the scorecards this time. So it seems like, I mean, kind of like what I was alluding to too, like it feels like Vander Kane really wants to make this happen because... Like it is fantastic publicity for him. I'm, I'm sure he's gained like a ton of followers just from all of this chaos. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I really, I really think it would be like just entertaining as a whole from both sides to just watch this go down. Because, like, oh, yeah, like what sure. from from what Logan Paul said, like, it seemed like he was adamant that like one Jake Paul, like the whole reason this beef started was because he was he was saying like Jake Paul should definitely take the fight and take him up on his offer because it'd basically be like, an easy win for him because Evander Kane doesn't have any time to train for the fight, but, like, mm-hmm. he trains <laughs> for a living 24%. to play in the NHL, which is, besides the NFL, probably one of the more difficult, like, sports leagues Physical to play in, sport. so, yeah. like, I, I get where he's coming from that you can't, like, train specifically to box, but, like, Evander Kane can hold his own in, like, an enforcer role, too, so maybe I wouldn't be so quick to chirp. <laughs> but yeah I, I do really think it would be entertaining as all well. and especially in like if it is a shortened season like we'll talk about later on in this podcast um so make sure you stay stay tuned in for that but if it is a shorter mm-hmm. season if they do 50 games or whatever um it would just add a little level of excitement you know what I'm saying especially since we're not doing well it sounds like they might be doing more outdoor games too but um just another added level in a pandemic season that might mm-hmm. might uh spur ratings uh, get more revenue in in a time when the league is struck. right 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 and you know I'm sure there's those of you out there that says who the
1: heck is this Logan Paul person why are, why are Josh and Tommy talking about internet beef and I'm with you but at the same time um, I feel like you got to appreciate that the, the fact that the NHL is always I feel like the the most out of the out of the spotlight yep. in terms of social media I mean just turn whatever. on ESPN. Right, right. Modern, (laughs) like just trending news. And as much as I'm not a fan of like petty stuff like Logan Paul beef and Jake Paul beef, it, it gets, it gets views. It gets a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot of attention. Um, and even though it might not be the, you know, the most preferred topic of conversation, you know, I didn't think I was to be sitting here talking about a a Logan Paul fight, um, on the Lockdown Blues podcast, but it it goes to show that hopefully the NHL and and its players are kind of pushing for more of a a presence in the spotlight. Um, and, and those, you know, dealing with YouTube influencers, which is the next generation of, of media. Um, and, and I would love to see, you know, the NHL sort of step out of their comfort zone and, and have some, some franchise players actually make a name and a face for themselves which we don't
0: see ever yeah and it's it's deservedly so too because i mean you take a guy like a guy like Connor mcdavid should be like plastered on billboards everywhere and like in commercials and all that like he's a generational talent one of the best hockey players we've seen in recent history possibly one of the best of all time Mm -hmm. and he doesn't get the recognition he deserves just because he plays a sport that's not it's not high up there like NFL or like in terms of like advertising and marketing and all of that stuff. And so it almost feels like the players have kind of like taken it into their own hands to do their own advertising and marketing. Um, and we even, we even saw Doug Armstrong kind of allude to it on uh, the and strict podcast. And he was talking about the guys streaming like Robert Thomas and Vince Dunn um, and Jordan Cairo just uh, ripped his stream a couple nights ago. And he's cracked a cod by the way. Um, but I, I think it's, it's, that streaming platform, Nathan McKinnon does it. Um, I think Pasternak did it for a while. So it's like it's that it's that kind of step in the like direction for them to like show fans their own like personality because there's so many there's so many times that they try to. I mean, you even look at like in the bubble when. They were like, yeah, you guys don't have a dress code anymore. Wear what you want. And then the teams would like give them what they were allowed to wear, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. The only guy that really, it seemed like, was loud and like made statements was Austin Matthews. And that's only because he was allowed to. I'm sure Petey would have loved to. I'm sure guys on the blues would have loved to. But like the status quo told them not to. So streaming mm-hmm. and all of that stuff, this social media stuff, um, David Perron dabbles in that a little bit. And we've seen some bangers from Robert Thomas as well. But that is basically. Like that's all that they can do right now. So I feel right. like Ed, the more they push the envelope, um, the more they're going to be able to reach out, and I think that's a good thing for the sport. Right. I, I absolutely agree. Now you mentioned um, trying something that that you kind of can't do.
1: Do you ever feel that Tommy, that like you got like a, a wall that you can't you can't break through? On oh, that all, note, dude, I'm in like finals week right now. That's all I've been feeling lately. Right. So you know you know what you know what helps me when I'm uh, struggling to break through my wall? What's that? Built go. Now, Bilko makes you the best you at whatever you do. It is there to help you break through your wall. Now, what it is, it's a little 1.5 ounce protein gel. Um, and, and, it, and it helps, you know, it gets you energized, gets you uh, ready for the day without a lot of caffeine or anything like that. So you can put it in your briefcase or your backpack if you've got a big presentation at work or like a big final like Tommy's saying. Put it in your golf bag if you need to get through the back nine or just put it in your pocket. If you've got a lot of, a lot of errands to run, it's perfect. Bilko is the best workout gel on the market. It's 5 out of energy without that crash feeling. Plus, it's all natural, so it is better for the body. It's like drinking a monster energy drink without that, that little jittery caffeine feeling and better results. And the best part is it comes in three delicious flavors including peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, and chocolate mint. Uh Go combines energy gel with collagen protein. And now collagen protein, it's fast absorbing, so it gets into your system really fast. Plus, it's easy on your stomach, um, and it is loaded with beta alanine, B3, honey, and just a kick of caffeine. Uh, And it also has vitamin B6, B12, up to 10,000% of your daily percentage. uh, And collagen promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. Not only does it make you feel better, it also makes you look better. So you're missing out if you're not checking it out. Go to builtco.com and use promo code LOCKED, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BiltCo.com, and we'll be right back with the second half of today's episode. All right, just 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 to close up that discussion on um, the NHL making more of a name for themselves in modern modern media. Can you imagine how funny that would be if, like, look at like, the stuff that you see like LeBron James doing, like starring in movies and and showing you know guys like Inez Cantor, who like you've never even heard of in the NBA, is wrestling in the WWE because of <laughs> that player can you imagine like Connor mcdavid gets a wwe belt or something like that because he's an athlete i'm just saying these are the type of things we could look forward to if the nhl needs more of a presence
0: in in modern media exactly that's what I'm saying and just go just real fast going back to built go um, I will say yesterday I had chocolate mint because Ooh. I need I needed to focus because I had an eight page paper due and I knocked it out in like three hours so Damn. I, dude it, it was like and I didn't crash either like I didn't get the jitters like you were talking about so dude yeah. 100% f- full recommendation for me that should save my life but um what you're talking about dude imagine imagine Ryan Reeves pulling a Rob Gronkowski and going to the WWE and just wiping the floor with guys. Like a Royal Rumble. Like an actual Royal Rumble. Like we talk about like, oh, like like imagine like all the enforcers in a Royal Rumble all all the time. Like we always have that conversation, right? Now we could actually like put him in a ring with WWE superstars. Like I feel like he would hold his own and be amazing because his like mic skills and his entertainment presence. Like, oh, he would just fit in perfectly there. But I feel like the NHL – and Gary Bettman would be like, "No, that's a terrible idea. Yeah, dude. like can't can't let that happen." I mean, there's
1: definitely a. a- you know, very, very good chance that the NHL is just bubbling full of personality players. It's just, we don't get to see it a lot because they just do their, their typical scripted interview. Oh, you know, we got to get the pucks in deep and I uh, just got to play a full 60, work harder for the boys. Uh, it's the same thing out of everyone. And I'm sure uh, like every other sport that if we were to just, if the players were given an opportunity just to show their true colors and be their true selves, everyone, fans would love it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, And eat that stuff up. Look at like the stuff that the Blues do, like the 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 sixty second or the sixty second interviews or whatever it is with like uh, Steve Ott. Uh, Used to be Ryan Reeves. That was great. But just stuff like that on a bigger scale would be amazing. You know, you see a little bit of an all-star weekend. You know, the players just yucking it up with each other. But we don't get a whole lot of it as fans of the NHL. It's all business. So, like you said, with a potentially shortened season, NHL is probably hurting for revenue. I don't see any reason why they can't just go out there and and sort of just take that next step and become in a a, a, a more modernized league in
0: the sense that they're trying to get like a social media presence and all that. Exactly. And it's like, I mean... You can look at, like, Netflix and, like, where they're, like, the most popular shows on, like, TV and all that stuff. And it's definitely, like, especially nowadays, I feel like reality TV is, like, taking a threshold on, like, everything. And I feel like that's why everyone's so interested in the online drama and the beef between Logan Paul and Evander Keynes, Because, like, you wouldn't get that in a hockey game or you wouldn't really get that in, like, Logan Paul's podcast. Except, I guess, now because it's happening. Um, Or on his YouTube channel, really. But... I really do think like even just following guys around in their like typical daily routine like I don't know it feels like it feels like teams do a good job of like trying to bring out that aspect of the player and like stuff they do at home and like stuff they they enjoy doing with like hobbies when they just like mm-hmm. ask them all these questions but Anytime you've got, like, a full, like, production crew with, like, cameras in your face, I feel like it's, it's a different beast than, like, say, Robert Thomas or Vince Dunn, like, sitting in front of their, like, laptop camera and just talking to, like, fans while they play a video game. Like, I feel like that's a lot more casual to them and they don't have to put on, like, I don't know, a facade, I guess. Yeah. Um. It, it, again,
1: I think it's a no-brainer. For the NHL, especially in a time with de- decreased revenue and and a desire to you know expand to Seattle, and they're they're trying to make moves right now financially. It would it would make a lot of sense in my mind to capitalize on those opportunities, especially in a pandemic. It's it's social media. It's it's you know TV appearances. It, it's it's the stuff that you know Logan Paul, Nate Robinson, and a lot of guys like that have been doing. That have been all over social media. We're ta- Look at us. We're talking about a stupid YouTuber fight a week later. That's how you know. So I would love to see the NHL kind of follow suit and, and get the and go maybe go for some low hanging fruit, but but get the get the get the word out. You know, say hey, we're starting
0: back up soon. Hockey's awesome. Check it out. Like, when was the last time you saw like an NHL player do like an interview on like a talk show? or, like, a cameo on, like, a TV show. Like, if someone stepped in f- for, like, Law & Order, like, SVU, or, like, some, like even just, like, seeing them on... They could be the worst actor of all time. Just seeing them on your right. television outside of the aspect of playing hockey, like, <laughs> that would be amazing, you know? And all they have to do is, like, make appearances appearances, places and, like, all of that stuff. But it just feels like... I don't know. I'm Not that it's, like, frowned upon, but I don't know. It just feels like it's, like against the status quo and so like nobody does it yeah i mean
1: i definitely agree that it's the culture in the nhl that it's sort of very much like a team oriented sport and they don't don't really promote individuality and they don't promote like me first players in the sense that like they don't want guys with big big stage presences because at the end of the day it's a team sport etc etc but you know, I think I, in that sense, I think they're missing out. I think there's a, a balance that they could find, and they're leaning completely towards the, the team oriented, no personality side, and versus maybe like a league like the NBA, you could argue is way too much uh, player focused. Um, but there's, there's definitely an in between that you can find. Um, and I think they're approaching it a little bit here with, with guys like Ryan Reeves and Evander Kane kind of making a name for themselves and, and blowing up on social media. But hopefully, it's a step in the right direction.
0: You can just look at, like, Instagram and be like, okay, like, I follow, like, Elias Petterson, Austin Matthews, David Pasternak, and just every single post from them is just, they're just drippy, like, out of their minds in, like, full fashion, like, GQ-level style. And I feel like the NFL does a really good job of, like, showcasing mm-hmm. that with, like, Cam Newton and his, like, outrageous outfits. But, like... You I think the he's NH- the team. This year. Yeah, exactly. But the NHL is like, yeah, we're just going to kind of... Not really turn a blind eye to it because you can't because, I mean, those are superstars in the league, but like just like Austin Matthews shoe game and like <laughs> Elias Petterson's bucket hats and like the list goes on and on. Like there's so much about this league that like if you just look from like a casual fan standpoint, you would never notice because it doesn't get put on display.
1: All right. We're reaching the end of today's episode. So we are going to get into the di- agreement or disagreements between the NHL and NHLPA. But first, Tommy, I got something we can all agree on. What's that? Laid on me. Belvoir,
0: Belvoir, you heard of it? I have heard of it before. I think it, I think a little it, rumblings it through impressed. the through the airwaves, mm-hmm. but I, I, the whispers I can hear them. Well, I'll tell you, Bilt Bar is the best
1: tasting protein bar ever. And if you thought it was good before, the new and improved Bilt Bar is even delicious. Or 18 amazing flavors, including six brand new ones, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. So as you can tell, they've got something for everyone. If you got a sweet tooth, get one of the sweet ones. If you like something, something t- you, know, you know, apple almond crisp, get an apple almond crisp carrot cake. I don't like carrot cake, but if you do, try that one. Uh, all bars are covered in one hundred percent chocolate. They're all soft, easy to chew, and delicious. Uh, the best part is they're healthy. They're great for the health conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while still indulging in a delicious treat. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, so they're great for someone on a diet. Now, my personal favorite flavor is the peanut butter flavor. I can't help but to love it. I'm a peanut butter. I'm a peanut butter fan in general. So of course, that's gonna be my favorite flavor. Peanut butter fiend. Fiend. Yes, absolutely. Um, and and now when you're you get 90 grams of protein, only 180 calories, only five grams of sugar and only five grams of net carbs. So it is not bad for you at all. You can eat, it; you'll still feel good afterwards and it'll get you energized. So go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com. And we'll be right back with the end of today's episode. All right, Tommy. So the NHL and NHLPA have been in talks uh, about getting this uh, this little thing called an NHL season uh, started back up, and uh, they're not they're not exactly on the same page yet.
0: Yeah. So from what it sounds like, is the NHL is trying to start like as soon as possible, like around January not not January first, but like yeah, January first. Like they they said that at the draft and the initial to target date. to that yeah initial target date. I'm sure they might push that back a little bit, but they want it like at the beginning of the month. NHL Players Association I think is trying to shoot for like the 15th or like later on um, but honestly in this scenario uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of more inclined to side with the players here just because like what we talked about on a couple podcasts um, but it, it feels like anytime any sports team or league like rushed into things with the pandemic it didn't end well um, and we've kind of seen that with the NFL like the, the less the the less time they have, these players have time to prepare for this season, um, especially because, like, in terms of an offseason, like, it's it's definitely more difficult now than ever to find, like, a gym that's, like, quarantined and safe and, like, sanitized and all that stuff because um, that's essentially a breeding ground for the COVID. Um, yeah. But I think giving them as much time as they need to prepare for the season will help in the long run reduce injuries and reduce time that... Like the product isn't at a level where the league wants it to be.
1: Now there have been two um, interesting proposals that have come up in trying to get the season started. I want to run them by you. I want to get your thoughts. So the first is a pretty reduced season season. Game, either 52 or 56 games long uh, which I personally I, I do like the idea of I think that would get a lot of intensity mm. um, and then the other one is some teams are looking at holding a majority of if not all of their games outdoors
0: which is really cool honestly yeah I say let's 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 rip both of them because I think I think the shortened season just makes a lot of sense like you said in terms of intensity and that they are trying to start the season early then taking off those, those games in the actual season kind of balances it out. Um, But dude, outdoor games, I mean, obviously like the winter classic and the stadium series, like those are iconic and like they make an impact because they're so different. But the more of those you have, dude, like, just open air, it's almost like, like just outdoor rinks as a whole, just like the aesthetic makes me so happy, like watching people play hockey on it. And so the more of those we have, I feel like the more it's going to be fun to watch, even if Chicago is playing all of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think like it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Um, You know, now during a pandemic, a year later uh, is the perfect time to kind of promote growth through other means than just, Hey, come to the games. You know, you have to have a good TV product. You have to have a good social media presence, whatever it may be. And what better way to just say, "Hey, look how cool our sport is" than having games in—I don't know—if Boston was talking about like Fenway Park or very big ass football stadium. Just look, you know how cool the Winter Classic looks every single year. Have that, but every night of every night of a week, that'll
0: get. Butts on butts and seats watching games on TV for sure. hundred oh, percent. If the if the Blues played at bush Stadium, I would go in a heartbeat. Especially if they did. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming this is what they would do, but like with like the NFL and how they like spaced out their, um, like their audience when when they're like seating and stuff and fans like socially distance. Like that that makes me feel a lot better than like. What was the initial thing when they were like, we're filling stadiums? And I was like, I don't know about filling the whole stadium. Oh, wow. But, yeah, like, spit, yeah, spacing people out and stuff and, like, actually getting – it's a lot different from watching, like, the sport on TV than actually being there. And I think all, every hockey fan um, can agree that uh, being at the games is one of – the biggest casualties um, of this pandemic. Like, there's just... There's nothing that beats, like, being in that atmosphere, especially at Enterprise. Um, But if if we got to go to Bush Stadium to watch again, man, that would be something.
1: Even if... You know they don't allow fans necessarily go to like ballpark village watch it at like a a socially distanced watch party. It's still a great environment. Just simply having games outdoors opens the door to so many possibilities. Just allows for such a more like a large scale presentation. Uh, You got a lot more space to work with. Get some fireworks going, right? Yeah, a a big opportunity, especially and not even if they, um, even if they don't have a, a whole lot of outdoor games, just a shortened season in general. Um, will likely lead to a lot, a lot more close division races, uh, scoring races, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, increased intensity, a lot of opportunity for, like I said, the NHL to take advantage of the the new format of media in in this pandemic time where, you know, there aren't any or a lot of fans in stadiums. Um, most people are watching on TV, so. I would love to see uh, increase uh, a new product next year. Uh, knowing that, yeah, hundred
0: percent, man, can't wait. I'm just ready to see hockey again. <laughs> I missed it.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Hopefully, we're we're only a few months away or weeks away who knows at this point um but i think that's all we
0: got time for today i think that's all we got time you got anything else to add before we wrap this one up no that's all i got um I'll, we will see you guys next time thank you so much for tuning in today uh you can follow us on twitter and instagram at locked on blues you can follow me yes, at twitter on twitter at 12 or 15 you can follow josh on twitter at josh hyman nhl but as always we're getting, we're getting there slowly but surely. It'll happen sooner or later. Uh, but let's go, Blues. Let's go, Blues.